Detente is a platform talking about topics, issues, which provoke diverse opinions, founded and unfounded, helped by a traditional media keener on profitable sensation and social media platforms, which make it easier for anyone to give their views on everything, irrespective of their knowledge and understanding of the matter, in a relaxed and calm atmosphere. Cristiano Ronaldo is a Manchester United player again. 12 years after leaving Old Trafford to sign for Real Madrid, the Portuguese international has signed a two-year deal to rejoin Ole Gunnar side from Juve. Ronaldo has scaled remarkable heights since he last played in Manchester Red, establishing himself as one of the most recognized football players on the planet with a goal-scoring record that defies belief. Among the social media posts of speculation, adulation and celebration that has accompanied this news were links to an article published in 2018 by the German magazine Der Spiegel. The global headline at the time it was first published was being circulated. Those who believe that the report of the transfer has been missed is bringing it back. One of the world's most famous football stars has been accused of rape and that the continuing legal battles have not been fully resolved. Now, in the recent days, comments and messages about the allegation against Cristiano Ronaldo have been pouring. This is an important and sensitive issue to the football world, to the game and to society at large. While there has been several reports in the media, there is much to do to investigate what happened still. Here is an attempt to explain what is going on on the legal ground, and that too is not a straightforward situation. The alleged incident is claimed to have happened in June 2009 in a nightclub in Las Vegas, where the complainant was 25 years old and Ronaldo 24. The 2018 article reported that Ronaldo's team had paid the complainant and out-of-court settlement of about £270,000 and that she had signed a non-disclosure agreement. In a document the German magazine claims it has seen, Ronaldo is said to have ignored the girl's denial to have sexual intercourse with him several times. Since then, the football player has denied all charges and claimed that it was consensual. In September 2018, Las Vegas Police Departments announced that they were reopening the case, confirming they investigated a complaint in June 2009, but had no suspect at the time. In January 2019, the police requested a DNA sample from the Portugal forward, which his lawyers qualified as a very standard request. The New York Times in March 2019 reported that the UV team would avoid traveling to the United States so that they did not run the risk of their star player being detained as part of this case. In July 2019, Las Vegas prosecutors announced that Ronaldo would not face charges as the case would not be proven beyond reasonable doubt. The legal battles did not end there. There has been a civil case filed seeking damages of up to 56.5 million pounds for past pain and suffering. The district judge of Nevada has said she will rule whether the plaintiff was mentally fit, since she claims she was not, to sign the confidentiality agreement that she reached with Ronaldo's team. 
In June, it was reported that Ronaldo's legal team had asked a federal court for the case to be thrown out, accusing the plaintiff's legal team of giving stolen papers to the police. This is a lot happening for a case. At the same time, it is quite fair that the most asked question of the many posts putting forward the need to label Ronaldo as a rapist is why can't people not believe their favorite sport person has a life of sense and perfection? Ronaldo's fandom is so huge that the question seems to be logical. This is something that goes beyond Ronaldo in this case. Up to July 2019, if anyone had said that Ronaldo was being investigated of rape and he was a possible rapist we were bound to listen without being petty about it. It was not entirely forced, it makes sense, than in October uh, 2018 when the German court said that the magazine had not published unproven claims. It was not lying, there was nothing to be proven and they were on allegations that they published an article. But it is crucial that in every case related to sexual assault, we understand that any individual is innocent until proven guilty beyond reasonable doubt. When the prosecutors dropped charges, they could not prove the case beyond reasonable doubt. It means that there is not enough evidence to punish an individual from enjoying the privileges of society, including his freedom and the ability to earn himself a living. Now, a saint, that person need not be. What we have to understand is that the rule does not change because a person gets featured in magazines or appear on TV, mentioning that he had a previous girlfriend who was accusing him of being a psychopath or emotionally abusive is not related to the case. What it does is it fuels the perception one wants to generate. This is not to say that we have to discard what the women say, not questioning everything being put forward. It is important to think that the system we are dealing with has parameters. They have a certain framework to follow. One of the most ridiculous claims have been that if Ronaldo did have the good faith of clearing his image, he would have traveled in his private jet several times to and from the United States to clear his name. That he did not do it implied that he did not want to since he knew he did not need to. As per the reports in this particular case, the defense had a legal team to deal with it, which indirectly means he did use his resources he did send his DNA sample when asked to. At no point were the official charges lodged against him. And if the argument is that he's not present during the civil case, well, he doesn't have to. The civil case will be proving that plaintiff lifestyle have been disturbed in a series of ways, which is because of the defendant. The defense can easily be handled by the legal team with no physical presence of the client. And this is not an unusual practice, nor a treatment of favor. This is what usually happens. A more serious issue is that women have been subjugated to so much suppression for so long that we should have no reason to not believe them when they speak up. That would be ideal. The consequences are so wide and may last for a lifetime that there should be no reason to question the words of a woman. 
again that would have been in an ideal society reality that is not exactly the case there have been women who have lied there have been men who have been wrongly accused there have been families destroyed because men were accused of sexual offenses they did not commit this is a reality which the courts have to deal with as well none of the laws allow for a man to complain of sexual offenses for example as a system we place the woman in a constant situation of submission and lack of power or we can say that we place the man in a constant situation of dominance and power recently we have become this compass bearers of morality but that is not the case when unless that someone we personally know or relate to or admire the same goes with uploading the justice system if the court rules in the same line as we thought as we wished it does we clap we praise we jubilate however if it does not we speak of interference with the actors by the defense we campaign that the system is unfair we go about how biased they are thing is and that can be problematic for many the criminal justice system is not dictated by by what we define as morality it is based on a system of evidence that you bring against the accused it does not look at the emotions it looks at the feasibility of your narrative with the evidence that you bring in front of it principle is a culprit out is way better than an innocent behind bars on the other hand damages aim to rectify disputes between two entities that does not involve the state a criminal affair is a way that the state recognizes it failed to protect its members in this particular high profile case there are legal battles still the court is yet to establish whether the defense did cause pain and suffering to the plaintiff that would be in the civil realm at no point in time would that be a criminal offense he will not be legally defined as a criminal is this justice sir these are debates that we can have on and on